Jack Stuss Homestuck is a self-indulgent podcast featuring a heart player encouraging you to be self-indulgent too. Welcome home. First things first, I want to say that Kara made the art for this episode. Uh, so that was Kara, not Abby. I, I'm really glad that I've been having people who've been able to do their own artwork. It's a whole lot of fun. And uh, for a second thing, I'm sorry if I sound off in this episode. I've been dealing with some lung issues the past couple of days. Um, that's making breathing and talking for extended periods of time hard, which sucks because I totally have uh, lines that I need to record for some of the other projects I'm in. But um, if there's any weirdness there, that's why. Um, I should be set to talk about, you know what? I'm not actually sure what I'm going to do about uh, Pastor Quest stuff yet because I am two volumes behind, which is really one week behind. Um, and we have Gamzee and Friska coming out this week. So I don't know if I'm going to talk about Karkat and Kanaya this week and then push Gamsi and Riska off to next week. Uh, we'll see what happens. Also, um, I am wanting to make an, uh, well, not an announcement, but make a little update thing about um, Homestuck 2. I again, I haven't gotten to that because talking has been kind of hard. Even this right now has been kind of difficult for me. So, um... Be aware of that. It's not that I don't want to give you stuff. It's just that literally my hobby is difficult for me right now. So thank you so much for your patience. I'll let you guys know as soon as I have updates on what the schedule for next month is going to look like. Uh, keep an eye on my Twitter, uh, Jaxus Homestuck. Um, sorry, Jax does HS my, is my Twitter. And um, I will have someone updating that like even during my hiatus and then also please come to my discord that's where i post uh most updates about what's going on so that'll be the easiest way to get in touch with me uh, sorry I'm, I'm rambling so much here <coughs> at the beginning uh but that's what i do even when i have a hard time breathing and talking that's just me uh thank you so much again and uh i'll, I'll let you get to the episode Welcome back to Jaxa's Homestuck. This is another fan stuck episode. And um, today I have uh, Kara here with uh, uh, to talk about Death Shift. Uh, you want to uh, introduce yourself and say your pronouns? Hello, I am Kara and I go by any pronouns, but um, I usually go by she and they. Yeah, and um, so uh, Death Shift is a fan adventure. That is on, I always mess up the initialisms, MSPFA? Right, yeah. Right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, so do you want to tell me a little bit about what uh, Death Shift is about? Sure thing. Um, I think the best way to put it is the typical summary that people give about their fan ventures, where it's like, 
you know, some interdimensional friends go on an adventure to create a new universe and it's harder than expected. But basically it's about um, a collection of like characters from the different species from Homestuck, like, you know, trolls, humans, cherubs, all the, everything, very mixed bag and their attempt to complete Spurb and create a new universe. And um, it's just like majorly about um, like the way I kind of describe it to people is that it's like they play this, like it's similarities to Homestuck is that they play the same game and like there's the same alien races, but then like everything else is different. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll be honest. I don't read a lot of fan ventures because I just, there's so many I want to read and I just don't have time. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so reading yours, I don't know if this is a common thing in fan ventures, but I really liked how I was like, hey, so we read Homestuck a decade ago. Remember when I made you do that and we tried to play a game? Well, now it's real and we're all going to die. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I really like that, that it takes place in our universe, basically, where Homestuck's real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was um pretty much the foundation for it, because the main reason I wrote it was kind of to be like a love letter to Homestuck because I wrote it, I read it when I was like, you know, 13 and it kind of kickstarted like me wanting to become an author and everything. Mm -hmm. And so me writing, it was kind of like a tribute to Homestuck and like everything it meant to me and how far I've come as an author and all that. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and it's really good. And you have um, a great art style for it too. I just love all your character concepts. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. And um, and I, I love all your characters too. They're also unique. You can tell so much about them just from like the opening, which I, I know you're supposed to, but you do it really well is what I'm saying. Thank you. Um, do you have a favorite character that you've introduced so far? Um, it's <laughs> honestly, it's very rare for me to say this, but my favorite character is actually Temi, like the main character girl. Yes. Because like, one of my biggest pet peeves in any piece of media is when the main character has like very, very severe main character syndrome where they just have like no personality. Mm -hmm. And so I pretty much always make it my number one priority to have my main characters be like just as interesting, if not more interesting than the rest of the cast. And I just really love Temi in that she's like, you know, the same as most of the people reading this. Like, she's a huge Homestuck nerd, and she's like playing the like playing Spurb, the same game that they played in Homestuck. And like, she just like ha she's the only one who knows what's going on, and she has to keep all of her like stupid friends in line and like keep them from killing themselves. Absolutely. And then just her introduction was such a mood. It's like I can't believe I have to leave voicemails on people's phones. I have to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, really love writing her because it's, like, she is, as a character, like, supposed to be, like, an author and a creative, like, once again, similar to a lot of people reading it. She's, like, supposed to be, like, relatable enough that it's, like, you understand where she's coming from, but also weird enough that you're, like, interested in, like, what drives her and what she's doing, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, I think you do... Um... A good job of that. Um, I have to say that I I really like uh, Nico a lot. That's that's my favorite so far. Fantastic taste. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> that's just that's just my taste in fictional boys, I guess. If I'm being honest, though, you could say your favorite character was literally anyone in the cast, and I would say fantastic taste. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. They're your children. <laughs> uh, so, um, so you were talking a bit about how you came up with the idea 
for like a, a love letter to Homestuck. Um, so what made you kind of like what what gave you the drive to do it? Because it's it's a lot of work because you're not only writing, you're also drawing and you have like animations and there's a lot of creativity that goes into it. Mm -hmm. I um really the driving thing was that last like I think it was about a year ago when um Delta Rune got released, the like Toby Fox Undertale sorta sequel game. Yeah, it was like it had a lot of like really minute references to Homestuck in it. And it got a lot of people talking about Homestuck again. And I very explicitly remember going on my Twitter and being like, guys, should I read Homestuck again? And no one told me not to. So I was like, I'm going to read Homestuck again. <laughs> and so I went back and read the entire thing in like three weeks. <laughs> and oh, that's good. Yeah. While I was in college. <laughs> oh, man. So it was, that was hilarious, but just like reading it and because it was my first exposure to it since I was like, how, how many years was it? I was like 12 when I read it for the first time and I never gave it a second read until like just last year. So it had been like seven years. <laughs> you could just like hear the gears turning, like <laughs> doing <What's> basic math. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like going back and rereading it and seeing how like Homestuck had influenced my writing and like my characters in like other pieces of media that I've worked on just like in ways that I hadn't even like realized it had like just going back and seeing how it had like influenced me it just like made me like realize like wow I really wouldn't have like pursued writing and like art and stuff if I hadn't read Homestuck and just that realization kind of made me realize like, you know, a lot of people make fan works for Homestuck and stuff. And like, I should do like a short one of those kind of as like a tribute to like, you know, my roots and like where everything started. Short, I put in severe parentheses, <laughs> <laughs> like apostrophes, cause like that, <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much universal that I try to make things short and then they end up not being short at all, in fact, but... Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because my ideal time frame for how long Death Shift was going to last would be a year so that I could just, like, you know, have it be a fun little adventure, finish it up, and then keep going with, like, my other works and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to end up being more like a year and a half, if not two years. <laughs> oh, man. But considering that one of the most popular um, Homestuck fan ventures has been going on for, like, what, eight years? I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically since almost like started. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll you'll be fine from that. And then like webcomics in general go on for a long time, so um so yeah, it's 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 good. Definitely mm -hmm. need. So you got a, a pretty good uh kind of overarching plot for it? Mhm. Mm I just like um Kind of like the plot that I'm going for was actually because I think that's a good this is a good point to mention it. It's like my main inspiration for like what the plot of Death Shift is, is that while it's also like a love letter to Homestuck and how much I love it and like the lore and the characters and everything. It's also a tribute to all the things that didn't happen in Homestuck that I wish did or all the things that, that happened in Homestuck that pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, for example, um. The three main antagonists are um, all robots or like some kind of form of artificial intelligence or some kind of like android type thing. You know the deal. And it's a tr like that was inspired by the fact that 
um, autoresponder's character never really went anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I remember when I was reading Homestuck and I was like 12 and I was caught up with it, I was so into like all the like, oh, autoresponder's going to get like a body and like mess up the session and like become this huge antagonist. And then that just never happened. And so it's like that residual disappointment from my reread. I was like, I should write a thing where the only antagonists are robots. Yeah, yeah. Autoresponder <laughs> just merged with a horse troll and was basically never seen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I say that and I do understand like what his purpose in the story was, but it's still like just that like expectation that so many people had that just went absolutely nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, and uh, so what's been kind of the the reception to it? Like, have you gotten some um, some good feedback on on things you're doing? People people who also love Nico and the other characters. <laughs> I actually um, one of my IRL friends that um, I like met in one of my art classes that saw me fucking drawing Death Shift stuff and was like, "Do you like Homestuck?" <laughs> <laughs> and that was how we became friends and in the year 2018 i can't believe that happened but um i convinced him to read my fan venture and his favorite character is also nico <laughs> and i want to say there's a third person whose fave is also nico and i'm like jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> you make a guy to talk like he's from the 30s and everyone loves him <laughs> I mean, he also has has the uh, the knife meter, and that's great. <laughs> the knife meter was like the best idea for like a character quirk that I've ever had. Yeah, but um, yeah. In terms to like feedback and reception so far, it's actually been pretty low key. You know, I've been like relatively keeping up with weekly updates, and it's like every once in a while I'll have like. Someone that's like, oh, I started reading Death Shift or like I'll get a new favorite on it or like a new follower on the Twitter account. And it's just like very steady and very slow. But I kind of like that, like just having like, I mean, I would obviously like for more people to read it because it's like, you know, my little baby. And I like for people to enjoy things that I work on. But yeah. um, just like having a like smaller smallish group of people that just really like what i'm doing and like look forward to whenever there's an update to it it's just very nice yeah no i i definitely look for updates i've already gotten one of my uh one of my to read it before this was even a thing so i'm like <laughs> yeah yeah um it's it's definitely fun and um and like i i just really vibe with your art style and i like the the different takes you're doing on esper how you have like three machines instead of a lot of machines. Because, <laughs> like, I might actually understand how this stuff works now. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I, uh, I mean, a lot of my inspiration for from stuff comes from, like, everywhere. Like, it's just the biggest mixed pot you can imagine. But I remember, um, at one point, Austin, the, one of the lead writers for Vast Error, he had said something that was like, I feel like a really great thing to do with your Homestuck fan ventures is not to take like directly from it, but just kind of like to take like pieces that you like and kind of change them slightly and like in ways that make it fit better for your story and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I've been kind of doing with like Esperb and stuff and like how the game mechanics work, like kind of simplifying them and also changing them a bit to fit more with like the characters and the motifs and stuff. 
Yeah, and and then it also works because that way, like, okay, well, the characters read Homestuck, they know everything, but they don't because you changed things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because... Oh, you, you go. <laughs> oh, I, I was just going to say, I also really like the uh, aspect stuff that's going on, and I can't wait till till you delve more into that. <laughs> I, um... But yeah, because um, I felt like it'd be kind of, like, you know, easy if they go, like... Temi goes into the game and then like Kiwira for the most part go into the game and they both know exactly what they're doing because they both go in expecting to know exactly what they're doing and then mm-hmm. every like not everything but stuff has changed just enough where they're like oh my god what's going on actually yeah but um it's really fun actually um like seeing people like reacting to when new lore stuff is like revealed in updates and like trying to figure out like what correlates to like like what's changed and like just trying to piece stuff together it's like really fun like i remember um a few updates ago there was um it was like the first time that you saw one of the dream planets i think it was prospect and someone was like oh my god we finally get to see prospect i think <laughs> yeah and i was i was like that's that's what that's the reaction i want <laughs> Yeah, it's like, this is my expectation, but, you know, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah, because your troll world is different, um, and just, we get a cherub, like, right from the start and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, um, like I said, I just kind of wanted to take, like, a lot of my favorite things from Homestuck and just kind of mix them up a little bit, kind of do some more fun stuff like give them a different twist so that it's not just the same thing that you've read before but again <laughs> yeah absolutely i just keep wanting to say i really like how you introduced all the characters and how they're so just immediately known you know mm-hmm. like, that makes me so happy established Pardon that me. makes me so happy to hear because i'm always so worried that i'm introducing too much too fast <laughs> No, I mean, like, I, I feel like it's at the same, oh, it's not at the same pace as Homestuck, because Homestuck took its sweet time with Jane. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, I, I mean, I will say that I, I personally am still having uh, a bit of trouble getting a handle on the trolls, but that was the same with Homestuck. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. So, I mean, that's just the learning trolls experience. Um, it's like, um, that cares character's a wild card. That character is a shitty ex whom I love. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, I, I, I'm still getting, like, the, the names down to everyone, but, um, but it's all mm-hmm. Um, Shitty ex who you love, aka Anarin, is also, um, another one of easily my favorites out of the cast. I, um, it's just, like, really fun writing him, because he is supposed to just be, like, um, how do I word this? It's, like, supposed to be the kind of, like, almost, like, pseudo-Vriska archetype, where it's, like, they're a complete asshole and they do terrible shit, but you love it. Yes! That is my current experience, so yeah. And then, like, they're also, like, I'm better now. I've changed. And then they continue doing terrible stuff. <laughs> yeah. And just like, because the main reason I wanted to do that is because in reading Homestuck, my feelings towards Vriska were 
so complicated because I love her so much as a character in her like dynamics with other characters in her like influence on the plot but at the same time I hate her <laughs> I mean yeah because it's-, it's like she does terrible stuff but I also like it's just so interesting like the stuff that motivates her and like just everything behind her character is just so fascinating and just like it's like reading Homestuck and being like, I kind of want to try and like write a character like that. It's just like, it's very, it's very fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And then like shitty characters can be fun to write. Cause you're just allowed to like let loose. And they're just like, oh, what shitty thing are they going to say next? <laughs> <laughs> also, I hate that. I just outed Anarin as being Vriska. <laughs> <laughs> Please. No one quote me on this. <laughs> Honestly, there's like a handful of characters that are Vriska adjacent, and I think that's how every Homestuck fan work should be. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, definitely, you have to have a Vriska in your fan. Um, and and yeah, and then your Vriska adjacent also has like, um, if I'm not mistaken, the the Jade X Morale. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it works out. That is actually hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so y- you talked a bit about how you have kind of like a, a timeline you want for the the project. Do you have any um, kind of big ideas of what's going to happen? Like, are there, there big story beats that you can't wait to get to? Or are you just kind of like rolling with them? Oh, there are so many beats I can't wait to get to. <laughs> Like, the entire writing process is essentially me pressing fast forward as many times as possible until I get to the beats that I can't wait to get to. <laughs> that's that's completely fair. That's uh, pretty much the writing process for me. Is like I think I saw a Tumblr post similar to what I'm about to say once, but it was like, the writing process is essentially coming up with like a bunch of characters coming up for really cool, like, with really cool shit for them to do, and then figuring out how you can make that shit happen. Yeah. <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah it's like you write that scene out like uh because because some I, i'm trying to learn to write out of order a little bit to kind of help me do stuff so like i write the scene out i want to do and i'm like so how do i get my character to that scene mm-hmm. yeah i as an author have a very bad habit of one of the first things i write being the ending oh yeah and then i'm like okay so the, here's the ending we gotta get there <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's really good like you you know where you're gonna you're gonna go and you can just edit it when you get there for uh anything that you uh change along the way mm-hmm. but um it's really funny because like the ending for death shift i actually came up with like before i had most of the cast oh. and um I'll, I'll keep my words brief but it's gonna be rough getting there <laughs> oh. Well, I don't know what else to expect. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. I'm really I'm really excited for for things happening. I like how um quickly everything's getting set up and everyone's getting into their places. Yeah, I like um What is the How do I word this? It's like one of my biggest pet peeves in reading stuff is when they take too long with like exposition. 
Mm-hmm. And like there'll be like little things that happen there, like the here and there, but it's like mostly just like here's this character, here's this character, here's this Chekhov's gun that's gonna go off later, here's this character, and it's just like mind-numbing trying to get through it. So yeah. essentially, like with me, it's just like, come on, come on, how fast can we get through this? <laughs> yeah, but it's it's good. Like it's a good fast. It feels paced right. Like, Mm -hmm. because the end of the world is happening on the human side and they're like, there's meteors and Nico's like, my sister might be dead or kidnapped or I don't know, but she's gone. So we're getting in this fucking game. Mm -hmm. And um, which I really like that, too, that like we see another session. Yeah, it's like really fun just like figuring out what everyone's like motive to join the game is, because with like the human characters, there's like very explicit motives for all of them and like you very much see like why they're doing this and like with the trolls it's not even really that their world is ending it's that they're all bored out of their minds and they're like this is something to do at least (laughs) yeah basically yeah so do you have any other um kind of big things that you want to talk about your story we're still kind of getting into we're still introducing all the characters and and getting everyone into the plot now um Mm -hmm. I, I will say one funny thing that I did is like, even though I should know better because I have read Homestuck, I that first conversation where you had to highlight text <laughs> to see it, I just like skipped through. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then I like <laughs> had to highlight text later on and I'm like, oh, I'm stupid. And I like went back and reread the conversation. <laughs> you know, the hilarious thing is that um, the fucking invisible text person, I um, was talking to the same guy that I was mentioned earlier, um, his name's Tio. He's in my art class that I got to read my fan venture. And um, I was talking to him just about death shift stuff in general. And he was like, oh, I tried to read the update on my phone and like, you can't highlight the transparent text. And I was like, what are you talking about? You just highlight it. And I opened my phone and like, try to highlight it. And the text just doesn't show up. Oh no. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> and so just like the other day, I like went back through and like darkened their text tone by like five shades. <laughs> so you can read it on mobile. <laughs> yeah, wow. Man, yeah, I thought you'd be able to highlight it on mobile. That's I was like, oh my god, my accessibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. It's like you just don't get to read what they say. Yeah, if you're on mobile, like have fun. This character just does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just part of the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I love seeing all the, the different characters interact and like the, the trolls knowing which characters. And just learning more about the trolls because you're like, um, gosh, I, I'm sorry. I'm really bad with names, but the troll that contacts Nika. Um, the yellow text girl? Yes. Yes, that's Kiwira. Yes. So she seems like one way and then everyone else is talking about her in like kind of a different way. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what is the truth? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, I feel like in Homestuck, we we were took like the trolls introductions at face value a lot longer. Um, They were kind of like what they seemed on the cover for for a while. And for this one, we're immediately like, it's like, oh, there's there's depth. (laughs) (laughs) um and uh and yeah i'm I'm really excited about that and um just kind of all the trolls relationships together 
I am glad you appreciate that because like I tried to have like you know the kind of like rising plot action sort of curve where it's like you're still meeting everyone stuff's still going on but like it's still the introductions and I'm like trying to pepper a little bit of plot in there (laughs) and I'm like afraid that I'm putting too much in some areas. No I think it's, it's, (laughs) it's going really well it's it's definitely got me hooked. I was like I'm really upset that this is audio only because I was doing like a little motion with my hand where I was like <laughs> doing like salt and pepper shit, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's um, yeah, you a lot of of plot peppered in there. <laughs> I just like I, I'm trying to keep it interesting. No, you're doing a very good job of that. I mean, like from the beginning, it was interesting with uh, with Temi being like very very relatable. And um, and again, the take on on like yeah, they read Homestuck, and now things are different. I am actually so happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's fantastic, and I'm I'm really glad that it's able to get you on here to talk about it because I definitely want more people to read. Thank you. Yeah, I like I really like would like to be like, hey, here's my fan venture, like. I would like if people would read it, but I have no idea how to get it out there. But even then, um, it's like kind of like like I was saying earlier, it's like slowly getting more attention, and I kind of like that just slow little curve. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, getting yourself noticed is hard because like there are so many talented people in this fandom, and for real. and like there's only so much time in the day <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah, so um, so it's hard, but I'm glad that you're getting more and more attention and. I hope this will help you out. I mean, that's kind of like the goal of these is to like help people like find more good fan content. Even just talking about it, even just talking about it is really nice because it's just like, it really doesn't feel like something that I'm actually creating. It feels like this cute little like fan fiction that I'm writing that some of my friends read. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, it can be that and it could be like this, this thing you're creating. Like, um, yeah, no, it's it's very good. It's very, very well done. It's um Thank you. I don't know art terms or anything, but it's <laughs> very like clean, I guess. I don't know if that's a good way to describe things, but that's what I said. That makes me so happy, like <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, and and like I said, I don't have I'm not like literary analysis or anything. I just really like your characters and how things are going. That makes me so happy. Like, sometimes you just read a thing and you like it, and that's it. (laughs) Yes, that is my experience. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I I definitely can't wait for more. So you're mentioning uh, other projects. Do you have any other projects going on right now, or is it pretty much focused on Death Shift? Um, I am definitely, like, primary, if not only, working on Death Shift right now. I've always got more stuff in the oven, you know, I'm always keeping it cooking. Yeah. <laughs> but um there's nothing else that I'm really working on right now. This is like definitely where I'm putting all my attention. That's good. Being able to focus on one thing and do that is is great. Can't all be crow and just like 70. Nah. <laughs> That's like um just like I've tried to like work on multiple projects at once before, but it just gets like really confusing to me. And also like cuz in like 2015 I started like actually working on stuff seriously and I like tried to make this like indie RPG and then that didn't really work out because that's a fuck ton of work 
And then I tried to like do this kind of like animated series thing. And then that didn't really work either. And then I tried to do like a web comic and then that didn't really work. And so when I came up with the idea for death shift, I was like, I'm going to finish this no matter what I'm starting it. And I will end it. Yeah. I mean, that's what you got to do. Like just focus on one thing, get that one thing done. Mm -hmm. And so like having a lot of people like, looking forward to updates and like even just occasionally like talking in like the little discord server i have for it oh, is just discord server too? i do cool but um yeah like just having like even just people to just like occasionally mention like can't wait for the next update or like when it does update they like you know like live blog like their reactions and stuff like that just those tiny little things are all the motivation i need to keep going <laughs> oh oh absolutely yeah it's just the little things that that I mm-hmm. am definitely gonna have to join your Discord server. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. I gotta, I gotta keep up with this, and um, I'm going on a Twitter hiatus next month, so I won't be able to rely on that for uh, update notifications. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just like, um, because like with my projects before, the main thing that like kind of made me lose steam was like just not really having a lot of backing for it, and just kind of like you know losing motivation. Mm-hmm. And like even just the other day, it's like the height of the semester for me, like midterms and shit are going on. And I was like, you know, like maybe I should put this on the back burner for a little while. Like, I'm not sure if I can keep going or like, what if this isn't even worth it? And then one of my random mutuals on Twitter was like, I'm going to make a thread where I live tweet death shift. And instantly I was like, I have to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just the tiniest things that make me want to keep working. And it's honestly, like, it's just, it's really great. It makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I think more more people need to understand how much, like, comments help everything. Literally. Like, um, there's this one person, I know their Twitter um, is, like, Flory stuck, I think. And I don't know them very well, but every once in a while, they'll, like, reply to the Death Shift Twitter tweets and be like, this update was so fun, I love the art, and, like, I'm so excited for the where the plot is going, and I'm like, I love you so much, and it's just so <laughs> motivating. Yes! Yeah, it's it's just little things like that, that that make it feel like you're not just throwing it out into the void. Exactly. Like, because n- you can see, like, I, I don't know if the, if you can actually see this on um, MSPFA or anything, your statistics, but like you can see numbers go up. Mm-hmm. But like, if no one's talking about it, it's like, is that real? Did I just accidentally refresh that page several dozen times? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, there was one point where I was like super busy with school stuff, and it was like I had like a couple weeks between one update and the next. And I checked on like the Death Shift page, and while I was gone, it had gotten three more favorites, which is a lot for me. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are those real people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically just what I'm saying is that like just like even not in relation to Death Shift, but just in relation to any like independent project stuff, like just the tiniest little like fucking comment or anything can be just all the motivation that an artist needs. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, even if you just say Hey, this is good. Like, you don't have to have big brain ideas about it. You just go like, like to yeah, exactly. <laughs> so someone could just be like, "Wow, I love this," and I'd be like, "I have my fuel for the next month." Yeah, or even <laughs> just like replying with a screenshot or something is like, ah, you like that <laughs> for real? Yeah, um, it's it's very very good, and I know that I need to get into the habit of doing that more. Um, 
and yeah, it's just something that you gotta you gotta practice on and, and make sure to support your fellow creators. Or if you're not a creator, then just creators. Yeah, for real. Um, did you uh have any anything else you wanted to say about um Death Shift? Um not that I can really think of at the moment. Uh maybe I would say that like um <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to word this now. Like, if anyone out there listening to this would perhaps want to help me with, like, art stuff to work on it, my arms are open because this is so much fucking work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it definitely is, especially some of the really, really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, by the way, like, so much. But, like, especially when, like, I get to, like, the end of Acts and it's, like, time for me to work on a Flash, I just have to yeah. sit down and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> flash was the word I was looking for. Yes. Flash. <laughs> really good. Yeah, that's, um, I remember in my disc Discord server when the end of Act 1 Flash came out, someone was like, should I call it a Flash? Because, like, you didn't even really use Flash. It's just, like, a YouTube video. And I was like, I'm just going to call it a Flash, man. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's basically what it is, even if it's not technically yeah it's like <laughs> it's become like a like umbrella term almost yeah yeah it's like we say photoshop when you don't use photoshop we say yeah, yeah exactly exactly um yes so yeah so shout out to any artists listening i know some of you are out there so check out <laughs> death shift and offer your services please <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah, it it's very it's very hard and very good work. Um, yeah, I I haven't really tried animating or doing anything. I made Tizzy's dab, and that's the extent of my animation. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I remember I saw that, and I was like, "That's more than I can do." <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you remember that, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so, um, so what are, so, so go ahead and, and promote yourself. You have a couple of Twitters. Uh, do you have a Ko-Fi or anything? Coffee? Um, I do have a coffee. I need to pull up what the URL was because I haven't used it in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, hold on. <laughs> well, in the meantime, I will say my Twitter is Emerald Radiate, Emerald like the gemstone, and then radiate like radiation, like R A D I A T E. My coffee, uh, <laughs> it's not logged in. <laughs> um, there's also the Death Shift Twitter, which is literally just Death Shift and then like underscore, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because Death Shift, the plain one, was like taken by some suspended account. I was like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> But, um, yeah, I give up on the coffee thing. My PayPal is um, knwelch00 at yahoo.com if you want to give me your fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, 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 like, if you have money to spare, support creators. Because it's work. <laughs> um, I, and I'll have links to all of that below. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that'll be you guys. Go click, click on that. Awesome. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for doing such a great job with Death Shift. And I can't wait to see what more comes of it. Thank you so much for inviting me. I had so much fun doing this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm really glad you're on. I'm glad you had fun. Um, and for everyone else, um, 
this should come out during my hiatus and I still don't know what my schedule is going to be. So sorry about that. Check out my discord and you'll get updates. <laughs> you guys, whenever I post next, probably. This podcast's theme is Dirty Dirt Kinney and was created by Domi, who could be found on SoundCloud as Domino Thief. The art for the podcast was done by Abby, who you can find on Twitter at Space Arby's. Unless it wasn't. Shout out to my patrons, Kansas Just Got Gayer and Jacob King. To become a patron and get episodes up to five days early, along with other benefits, go to patreon.com slash sociallyanxiousdragon and sign up for as little as $1 a month. You can find links to that and more in the episode's description, on the podcast's Twitter, JaxDoesHS, or on JaxDoesHomestuck.com. Please remember to rate this podcast on iTunes and share with your friends. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to be a little selfish.